Good evening, 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 and welcome to Cheater and the Rude, 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 Rude. Welcome to Cheater and the Rude on PRN. Welcome to Cheater and the Rude. We're moving forward. Welcome to Cheater and the Rude. We want you to move with us because we don't have a studio. It got flooded out and sandy, then some pipes rose, and we are an operation that doesn't rely upon a functioning infrastructure. Much like the ma 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 much like the United States, everything's crumbling. New York City's got subways full of water and buildings that go boom, cracka rocka rock rock rocka. Everybody's wondering what will happen when there's so many people. We run out of room. God, I wish I could sing. You know, if I actually had talent for singing, not just to make it up the words and the tune in my head. Uh, I mean, the world would be not just my oyster, but the world would be a squishy oyster that I squeeze and my world juices run run down my hand. Anyway, welcome to Cheater and the Root on this something if day of whatever month, 1924. Uh, it is great to be here. I am Jeff Chrysler, K-R-E-I-S-L-E-R, and with us as always is the Root Pundit. Um, but he's with us in spirit. It's not so much that he's passed on as that he's emotionally and physically absent. That's okay. You know why? Because we're going to touch base with him one way or another, uh, and I can't wait for that to happen. Uh, we are here in today's episode. We're going to talk about um, we're gonna talk about some stuff. We're going to talk about uh, the campaign for uh, residency in the White House. I like to say residency because it's like presidency without the P. Uh, for power, and I love. We're going to talk about Iran. We'll talk about uh, uh, police violence. We'll talk about um, the Indiana law, sort of a little bit, maybe. We'll talk about things going on with ISIL and and uh, Yarmouk uh, terror plots. We'll talk about the EVA rape case. We're going to talk about just about everything, and I really think I can sum it all up by saying, I think everything is satire. At this point, I think every statement made by an authority, every news program, every television show, every radio program, every picture, every idea, every concept, every breath you take, every move you make is satire watching you. I mean, how 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 is our world still standing? I mean, I know it's not standing technically. It's spinning and the centrifugal force keeps us all attached to the ground. But essentially, how is it still I mean, how is it still... I'm sure listeners to this show in particular, and this network in greater particular, which I guess is less particular, uh, more general, humans in even a greater, greater, more particular, more general, uh, understand the world. Is the world getting crazier or are we just paying more attention? Or more specifically, am I so crazy that now it's not just me with my pile of newspapers circling little things and making you know, a bigger pile and like I'm sort of the uh, that movie Russell Crowe, The Incredible Mind or whatever it was but without the tape to put stuff on the wall. It's not just that anymore. It's that all those little circled little things are available now for us to see thanks to the internet. We're moving forward. We want you to circle in red ink and put on the wall and connect with a line all the things that happened. Look, put a string across the room. Um, I don't know the answer. 
I mean, the wool has been pulled off our eyes, the sheet has been pulled back, I mean, everything is exposed, so that's certainly true, but uh, I consider myself fairly informed before, and I guess the truth is, maybe I wasn't. <laughs> now it's sensory overload, and we're all just going to become shivering blobs of despair. Or hope. It depends. I mean, you could look at all the violence and say, hey, there's going to be some great real estate deals on the market. It really depends on how how you spin it. But uh, last week we talked about Theodore Cruz announcing for president. This week it was Rand Paul. This week, Rand Paul. His campaign slogan is, the noose doesn't fall far from the tree. Because he's... Dad is... And that is also underlying... <laughs> Since we've had an African-American president, I guess it's time for an a-hole American president. That's Rand Paul's other campaign. So we go, oh, hey, what about an a-hole Canadian president? That's uh, Ted Cruz's slogan. Did someone ask for a giant a-hole? That's Chris Christie's slogan. I guess the question is going to be... Who is the bigger a-hole? Who wants to be America's next top a-hole? Should write that down. Uh, America's next top a-hole. And then whatever I said before about the uh, all the crazy coming in. Um, I just, I just, I just, you know what? Good for him. Good for Rand Paul. Find it, of course, a little ironic that he announced his bid for presidency on the same day that the actor who plays Roscoe P. Coltrane passed away. I think the spirit of a little Duke of Hazard, or a hazardous Duke of David, or a hazardous Duke won the basketball tournament also, all on the same day. <laughs> I think it's not a coincidence. I think it is a conspiracy. In fact, I once uh, pitched a show to a nobody that exists network called Coincidence or Conspiracy. And it was simply a guy in his car talking to his computer pretending to do a radio show. It was very much like what you're seeing right now, but totally different. Um, you know, while we're talking about things, what are the, uh, oh, is Jeb Bush declared? No, he hasn't declared you yet. He just signed it up as a Hispanic. On his, on his voter registration. You see votes, right? Like the idea that, that, uh, that he, um, so, you know, like he just sort of forgot. Look, I'll give you the benefit. If you're a normal person and your family is Hispanic and you, you think about that all the time, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But if you're a powerful politician whose every move has been scrutinized all his life, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. Particularly when the result is we're talking about the fact that his family is... Hispanic. Oh, look. Somehow it got in the news. <laughs> uh, so if Jeb Bush, maybe he's actually Hispanic. Maybe Jeb Bush is Carlos Danger. And Anthony Weiner is Elizabeth Warren's Marco Rubio. So how many think pieces will Salon have to write for it to become the nation? <laughs> A negative billion because it never will happen. So, uh, Jeb Bush. And they're all going to just see who can be the most crazy. Or who can be 
the most flip floppy while backing stuff like Indiana's Law. We talked about Indiana's Law last week. We played a game called Hey Indiana, you suck. Uh, it was great. I'm glad we played that. Thank you all for participating. Um, of course, Indiana now, the thing since we last recorded was this pizza joint. Uh, probably some other place that, that it was actually misreported, underreported, incorrectly reported, not reported well. We'll get to unreporting well later when we talk about the UVA rape case in Rolling Stone. Um, that the uh, there was a low-level pizza employee who said, Yeah, we probably wouldn't serve gays. I mean, I could only assume it's that hair woman who's in all the pictures was like, yeah, we probably uh, wouldn't serve gays. Because, you know, there's a difference between Lenny and Squiggy in that voice. And if you get that reference, um, do me a favor, call Penny Marshall. Now, what I don't mind seeing is this pizza place said we wouldn't serve gays. And immediately there was a backlash. And, oh, no, all of the gay people attacked the Yelp pages. Ah, and made it so, it was so hard for me to do business. Oh, and then they raised, I think it's like $850,000 from people on the right who wanted to support it. Just like there's some guy trying to raise money for the guy that just shot the guy in South Carolina. There's a lot of guys in that statement, but you know what I'm talking about. Ooh, guys. Ooh, under the guise of guys. Ha-ha! <laughs> Language is a powerful thing unless it's terrible. Um, the issue is that they were shut down by one side, quote, unquote, and then given money by the other side. I believe that this is a great business model. Attention, listeners. I'm going to say that I won't perform comedy or do radio shows for any LGBTXYZ listeners or audience members or anybody that even thinks about Existing on the last Sunday of June, um, what should happen then is there'll be a huge backlash, which will cripple my quote-unquote thriving business, and then I'll complain about, oh, I cannot be free to freedom, rah, rah, rah. And then the Blaze or Tucker Carlson or Fox News will kickstart me a million dollars. Ha ha ha. Oh, that's right. I'll raise money from the people that are cuckoo. Cuckoo. Close-minded. And believe by supporting other close-minded people, you're going to open more minds. Wrong! 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 I will gladly make money off the death rattle of a dying regime. So, friends, listeners... Countrymen, lend me your money. No, don't lend it to me. Just give it to me. Listen, everyone out there, I'm going to need you all to actively hate me for a few days, okay? Could everyone actively hate me, shut down my business, say that I'm a right-wing bigot, uh, and copy Fox News on it, and then uh, just lay low. Just hate, hate, hate. You fake hate, of course. Uh, for vacate your vacate, haha. <laughs> After Fox News turns around and raises me a million dollars! And then we'll have a party. Well, if it's only a million dollars, the party won't be that big. I've often figured if I win the lottery enough money, I would spend the money to fly everybody I've ever known in my whole life to a party on an island. And we'd all have a great time. And then they all fly home and they say, who the hell was that guy? And I say, I was the guy that met you in the airport that one time. And I was talking to you about what it's like to have a stroller that with a two bit of sabbat and that. Um, but if it's a million dollars, we'll still figure out something to do. It'll be pretty sweet. So uh, I'm excited about that. 
And I think as if to time it perfectly with my plan, uh, there is an upcoming release in a couple of weeks of a movie called Dishonesty, The Truth About Lies. And I have a prominent role in it. I'm excited. This is true. I know saying it's true that there's a movie about lies is sort of like saying I'm a Republican for good things. But uh, that is the truth. So that's another thing that's uh, happened in the world. Um, I'm making notes. I wonder if this does this rattle on you when I type. I'm also using my computer to record my thoughts. We stand on the shoulders of idiots. It's true, you know. It's very true, you know. It's so true. You know what the thing is about this pizza joint? And uh, the fact that everyone always uses the baker when it's always like a baker. That they won't bake a cake for a gay wedding. I find it extremely American that our civil rights debate is being waged over cake and pizza. Oh, what a bunch of fat F's we are. Oh, and our addiction to beef is drying up California. Oh, how great. I'm hungry. <coughs> Insatiable appetites for things that aren't true. Speaking of things that aren't true, my son apparently believes his last name is Funny Guy James. No idea where he got James from. And uh, speaking about things that aren't true... Or that are true. That aren't true. What were we just talking about? We we're talking about food? Oh, yeah. Um, this is kind of a side note. And then we'll get back to the other issues. But this is a personal side note. So, so this week, uh, as I mentioned, I found out I'm in this movie that's coming out, which is cool. I'm also going to be in Spain. Hey, Spanish listeners. Or more specifically, listeners in Spain. Um... I will know what expects a Chrysler Insurrection. That's all I'm going to do. I'm performing in Spain on uh, the 24th of August. If you'd like information, shoot me an email, jeff at jeffchrysler.com, K-R-E-I-S-L-A-R. 24th of Spain, 930 in Barcelona. The running of the bullshit, as uh, one of my listeners, friends, friends, amigos, uh, soulmates, tweeted at me. So I got those things, and I was on uh, TV talking about some stuff, which maybe I'll get to recapping in a few minutes. And, uh, you know, it was a decent week. But here's the thing about the life of the creative person in a culture that doesn't support creativity or free thought. <laughs> Ironic. Um, you know, it is sort of a bit of an irony that uh, in these states where, like, uh, religious freedom is so important that they're, they're not uh, letting you say um, climate change. Everybody knows that? Yeah, I'm right now. Um, here's the thing about this career, this freelance lifestyle. Is it basically, if you're a freelancer, it's like you spend your life chewing through a huge pile of shit, hoping to find a piece of chocolate by accident. Now, this particular week has been uh, a little delicious, as I said. I was on TV. I also came out on this podcast called the So Money Podcast. You can, uh, when you're done with this, go track it down. It's an award-winning best political podcast. Uh, listen to it. Listen to it, if you will. Listen to it. Listen! Um, the Spanish gig, some other stuff, which I don't remember. It was good. You know, in order to get here, I had to eat a lot of crap. Uh, and my tummy hurts. And I don't like that. So... That's what we always do. We always have to deal with that. 
<sighs> Rand Paul, Jeb Bush, all the people that are against the Iran deal. How do we feel about the Iran deal, Progressive Radio Network? I like it. I like a deal. It's not a deal that says, Iran, here's a bomb. <laughs> um, so, uh, what's the problem? I mean, a deal versus no deal. No deal is, uh, I guess we're going to war. Why, why do some people want war so badly? I mean, are they even human beings? Don't they have families? I realize I'm speaking that as a guy who's not directly beholden to the military-industrial complex. I don't get all my money from Israeli lobbies or from Boeing or from Hewlett-Packard, who you didn't know was involved in the war effort, but they print all the memos that say, uh, go to war. And actually, probably a Hewlett-Packard at the, the price of uh, ink or printer. Greater than the price of oil. You know that's true, right? I mean, like, think about it. A little thing of, of ink? A little thing of ink? What do you pay? Like, 30 bucks for that? 30 bucks. Now, how much of a barrel of oil do you think that is? Huh? Huh? How much do you think? I bet it's a thousandth of a barrel of oil. So, uh, at the rate that they're doing, it's, th- it's $30,000 a barrel. You know how much gas would be if oil was $30,000 a barrel? I don't. I don't know the barrel to gallon uh, minus the subsidies the correlation, calculation, conversion rate. By the way, the cheating in the root here on Progressive Radio Network is just really just a chance for me to, to try to figure out words because uh, I don't always remember them. Um, I don't think you can see, you see my point. I thought it was also interesting. Changing the topic a little bit. Are you guys still with me? If you're there, raise your hand. Kind of put your hand back down. Now touch your belly. Okay, now uh, put your left foot in. Take your left foot out. You do the hokey pokey. And Simon says that's what it's all about. Ha, you all lose because you didn't do it until I said. Simon says. Simon says that you are great. But Simon doesn't know that you masturbate. You see what I did there as I made sure we didn't take this show too seriously? Um, that was sort of a, a reference to Tom Cotton because he's just master, but he's just rubbing his whole body up and down, up and down, covering himself in palm oil because that's the most uh, damaging of all the oils to the environment and just rubbing his own body with his giant hands that are only big because he's been sitting on them forever trying to numb them so he can jerk off. And uh, he's just like, oh, I've got five and a half years so they go up and vote for me and I'm going to stay the stupidest crap possible. Oh, it'd be so great if he was uh, Ted Cruz's vice presidential nominee when Ted Cruz runs on the uh, independent Palin party ticket, the PPT, which is like backwards for the trans-Triberian partner. <laughs> you know what? Everything rhymes. And that's the bottom line. It's going to be fine. Uh, what I was going to say <laughs> was obviously now become, or has obviously now become an awkward transition. And that is to the violence, uh, police violence. I found it, um, irony isn't the right word for the disgusting disgustedness. Um, that's also not the right word. But I found it disturbingly ironic? I told you, it's just a search for words here. Eventually I'm going to find the one word that unlocks the universe and we're just going to be covered in 
tit-shaped candy. It's going to be awesome. Um, the election, let's just say what happened. The day that the um, video surfaced, at least popularly, of this South Carolina cop that shot the guy running away in the back and then tried to plant a taser on him, and it's a whole freaking thing, and I'm sure you guys know what it is, and it's happening um, as we speak. Well, it's not the event didn't happen, but it is developing. Um, is that uh, that same day was the day of the Ferguson elections. Um, I realized, like, trying to say... You know, there's a balancing of the dark side of the force. It's sort of insensitive to the gravity of the situation. But it's the only way I can freaking cope. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that the, um, those that disparage the justice system and our, our electoral system are now, they're being victim to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is why. Accountability. We don't want no accountability. It's like, I think I mentioned last week, or maybe I mentioned the other day, or who knows when I mentioned, how we have um, discredited all forms of authority. It's, uh, you know, this is a long way to go back, but it's about how people are relying upon satire to uh, be their source of information. So you came out of the Trevor Noah thing, but there's criticism of the Daily Show host and how I found that, like, it cuts me because I want to believe... Excuse me. I want to believe that comedy and satire is important. That's why I did. That's why I gave up for the great life for this. At the same time, the fact that it's got such great importance that we spend news time covering it is a disturbing, disturbing trend to me. And it's only happening because comedians have filled the void uh, in what used to be a real authority. Whether it was in science or media or uh, academia, there were people that were believed to be authorities on things because they were authorities on them. And we've completely discredited that. And now... <laughs> Anyway, breathing. This is another source. We want to discredit the authority. We want to discredit accountability. We want to discredit the justice system. Um, make it seem government. Make it seem like nothing works. Nothing is good. Except when it's good for me. Nothing is good except when it's good for me. A goose is a gander. The gander is sauce. The sauce is what flows on your head. It'll burn you if you try to touch it. So why don't you pour it on your servants instead? Oh, if servants didn't have so many syllables, I could have really nailed that rhyme. Same with the phrase that I just finished saying, and it will be over in time. So let's change the topic and talk about something else. Why? Because I don't want to say what I have to say is that civil rights debate on one hand is about cakes and pizza on the other hand it's about dead people and I think that's an appropriate combination. If only the cakes were shaped like a ray beam shooting out chocolate guns Oh, I have to believe that he is watching us. Who is he? He's the universe. That's why, that's why things are happening that seem really serious. And yet it's just an infinitesimally tiny moment in time and space, which we don't control. What else is happening in the world? He asked. Well, why don't we look and see? 
So, uh, I'm going to tell you a little something. Wait, let me ask you this. Do you want to talk about Yarmouk? Uh, the terror plot in... Uh, you know, well, let's talk about the terror plot, because it relates. Um, I mean, Yarmouk is important. I mean, but basically, um, you know, there's this Palestinian refugee camp in Syria uh, that has 18,000 people trapped in it because ISIL or whatever they they... they they got it um, covered them, and it's uh, it's a complex thing. I, I think the Middle East is not a house of cards; it's a house of Escher drawings. Um, and uh, whoo, it is cuckoo. All right, that's a terrible way to pretend to describe it, but um, you should look up what's going on here, Mook. It's fairly sad. There's a great viral picture. Um, and the fact that I mentioned that shows that, that, that in fact, the uh, the messaging, the virality of a picture may be the only hope for change in a land um, where violence and uh, unaccountability is prominent. There is a tie to what we were just saying, accountability or the lack, the lack thereof. Um, but I want to talk about this, this Queen's terror plot that was allegedly foiled because the report came out saying what really happened. And basically, the informant just goosed on these girls to a point of no return, um, you know, yeah, they had thoughts, they, they were wondering about things, but, like, they even said themselves that they had bore violence, they were commenting on the Boston bombers, saying how they killed innocent lives, um, but, you know, the informant kept on pushing them, pushing them, and, and I don't, I'm not comfortable enough with the legal definition of entrapment to say it was entrapment, but it was a certainly agenda-driven police work, and that is a problem. Now, is that because they've got to justify their budget? Is it because the Patriot Act is coming up for renewal? Is it actually to use as a deterrent, like an arresting a 12-year-old for an app store? Or is it like giving ISIS a fake nuclear bomb so you can say, ISIS has a nuclear bomb! Or is it because it was, you know, a bunch of Muslim youth and that's who we're scared of these days? And so, want to keep everybody, everybody scared a lot? I don't know. But, again, are the police suddenly bad? Or are we suddenly seeing that the police are bad? It's a question worth asking and an answer worth avoiding. I kind of want to end on something cheery, but I also want to talk about this UVA rape thing. Um, although, you know what? We'll get back to it next week. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a UVA grad, so... I just, I'll say this about the UVA rape thing. I think what's uh, sad, or disappointing in particular, is that the Rolling Stone, in my mind, was actually doing some interesting long-form investigative journalism. Matt Taibbi's work on the financial crimes is, uh, if it hasn't won an award, it should be, um, highly lauded. And yet they've got this other story on an equally important issue about, um, you know, campus sexual violence, particularly the cover-ups and the, or not the cover-ups, you know, like the administration's not taking it seriously. And, and it was, um, it was just such a poor job. Anyway, maybe we'll get to that next week. Uh, but we're going to wrap up this week shortly. Um, don't forget that, uh, very shortly, Speaking of shortly, in a couple minutes after a little break, you're going to hear the final edition radio hour here on uh, Progressive Radio Network. But the final edition radio hour, it's not just uh, the half hour that you get by listening live. It's also archived a full hour show on iTunes and Podbean and on our site, thefinaledition.com. Um, the final edition, we're doing awesome stuff. You should check us out. See, it's like the, the slogan here. Um, I'm going to be in Spain August 20, uh, April. Shoot, April. If you were listening earlier, go back in time and make sure I said April. April 24th, I'd love to have you. Oh my God, if you're listening to this and you come to the show, uh, I will buy your ticket for you. Um, it's only like 10 euros, which I guess is like a billion dollars. Um, 
Jeff Chrysler, K-R-E-I-S-L-A-R.com, and Twitter, J-E-F-F is the first name. The other thing I spelled was the last name, Get Rich Cheating. Buy my book, uh, support my life, hold me tight, and remember, only you can prevent forest fires. If by forest fires, I mean um, only you can prevent yourself from living the life that you want to live. And then if you want to live any sort of life, you just have to close your eyes and dream. And I don't mean give up all things that are adult and necessary, but feel inside your heart that you are a unique, special person. You must believe that you are here for a purpose. Good night, everyone. See you next week. That was the end of the show, and now the show is over. So I guess I'll say goodbye.